Hello and welcome to the 3H2 Humans Mastermind Symposium of Infinite Possibility Radio Show. Each episode, Lynn and Mustachio will explore continuums of meaning, varied perspectives, and thought seeds to place in the garden of the mind. Who knows what will grow? So sit back, stand up, drive or jog, whatever the motion may be, we are here to support each individual's journey to define health, happiness, and a humble perspective during the information era. Enjoy. Greetings! Today is May 22nd, 2017, here in sunny and warm, yet crisp and cool, (laughs) Hilliard, Spokane, Washington. Today's episode is Season 2, Episode 16, Mom Plays Cognitive Discovery. The original recording was on Mother's Day, May 14th, 2017. So a week and a day ago, Mom and I sat down in Henderson, Nevada and offered each other conscious awareness through the Cognitive Discovery game. Some of the things we came up with were unexpected. And that's one of the beautiful parts of the cognitive discovery game is that introspective randomization. (laughs) The phrase I was told not to use. (laughs) But introspective randomization, introspective is to look inside and then randomization refers to an external random variable. So it's applying something random to something pre-existing. That's really what introspective randomization means. We will go into that in the section coming up. For today, we have listener challenge number 28, which deals with the changing nature of roles within relationships, as well as a movie feature Dorfman in Love, and a TV feature, Genius. Then we will conclude with the announcements and then the recording from Mother's Day. Listener challenge number 28. Be conscious of role reversals within relationships. In particular, offer attention to the changing nature of parent and child relationships, as well as employer and employee partnerships. Allow the mentor role to be pliable and shift when needed. Sometimes a child's fresh and carefree perspective will help optimize a tense situation. Listen to intuition. Be open-minded and recognize when it's time to lead, follow, or get out of the way. This listener challenge was thought of by my mom. I asked her to propose a listener challenge and this is the one that she selected and It fits wonderfully with our overall theme of the show. One of the main themes is about role reversal. As mom and I play cognitive discovery, we switch. She teaches me about the game and holes in the game I didn't recognize. And I'm able to learn and grow from those because I'm willing to adapt, to lead, follow, or get out of the way. That is one of my favorite sayings. (laughs) And in order to understand when to lead, follow, and get out of the way, I think there's a need to listen to intuition. That's a huge guiding force. 
and allow that to be the focus for this coming week. Be conscious in situations and recognize when it's time to step back, when it's time to step forward, and when it's time to step away. And that is listener challenge number 28, the changing nature of roles. For the upcoming episode, Mom Plays Cognitive Discovery on Mother's Day, we go over three questions as an example of how to play the game through playing the game. And these are the three questions we explored. Number one, why did I choose a path of conscious communication? And the card we drew was the seven of spades. Number two, what are three things my mom can do to help me? We pulled the three of hearts. And number three, how can I simplify the cognitive discovery game? We drew the jack of diamonds. And we talk about how the version we played with is different from the version we've played on other episodes of the 3H2 Humans radio show. We've used tarot cards in the past. The version coming up is with a 52-card deck. And there were some translations that I did not account for. And one of them was including the jack in the instruction sheet, as well as the joker. So we go over those and... I learned and am able to apply that information to the next version of the Cognitive Discovery game. As we get started with the game, item number four, I didn't play the game because the door was too big to open. This is something mom had said in the interview and she was being honest and I'm humble enough to recognize she's guiding me in a positive direction. Rather than criticizing me, she's helping me to see that the door I created was just too much. (laughs) And it's through her honesty that I'm able to change and adapt. Number five, mom encourages Leonardo to replace wrong with complicated. This is a little nugget about the changing nature of roles. It's not always, so there's a absolute We talk about how absolutes are a pish-posh word. It's not always me teaching mom pish-posh words. Sometimes she teaches them to me. There's a changing nature within that relationship. And one of them was I had referred to something as wrong. And mom corrected me and guided me towards complicated. Because complicated is more graspable and easier to move forward. If something's wrong, then there's fault. As we've discussed, right and wrong are left up to deities. I'm not a deity. (laughs) So it's best if I use words such as complicated. Number six, I'm not only your mom, I'm your friend. This also relates to the changing roles between our relationship, where mom is a mom and a friend, and I am a daughter and a friend. And those roles come with different responsibilities. And oftentimes the friend role is that honest, harsh perspective. Sometimes it's important to take people to uncomfortable places in order to learn and grow. And that's what friends do. They help each other, either push them in the water or pull them out. (laughs) And there's a lot of that with mom and I. (laughs) Number seven. Mom teaches Leonardo how to optimize the game. We talked a little bit about that, where after that one game, 
I've changed. I've changed my perspective and I'm able to simplify and mainstream the process much easier now that I've received honest, real-time, pink zone tangible feedback. Number eight, mom's advice, let go of the past and visualize new opportunity. In one of the sections, mom gives her advice to core principles about how if something doesn't work out, it wasn't meant to be, and to let that go and look for new opportunities. And having a mom with that type of perspective has taught me to have that type of perspective. And people ask me why I'm a valid speaker, what credentials do I have, all those kinds of things, which are pish posh. (laughs) Core values. Those are the things a person is created from. Certificates, accreditations, praise, those things are fleeting. Core characteristics are ever-present. And one of the reasons why I feel I'm valid to lead 3H2Humans is because of my core values and my principles, my ethics and morals. And those were encouraged by my mom. (laughs) And some of that comes out in the upcoming recording. We explore some of those traits that have been instilled in me since I was a child and how essentially I am my mom's fault. (laughs) The reason why I'm so out in left field is because I was allowed to be out in left field. I was encouraged to follow my own path and create my own path with confidence and courage because I'm motivated by a greater good. My end desire is to contribute to culture and society in a positive way and be conscious of when to lead, follow, and get out of the way. All right, so that is Mom Plays Cognitive Discovery coming up. For the movie feature, we have Dorfman in Love from 2011. This movie has a relatable physical and mental rapid transformation of Deb Dorfman. This is a kind of movie my mom and I would watch five times over and over. And I don't know if my mom has seen this yet. So mom, Dorfman in Love, great movie. Deb goes through a rapid and relatable physical and mental transformation in a short amount of time. I've gone through many of these. Some people never have, and that kind of blows my mind. What I like is this movie has rapid mental and physical changes for many characters, and there's a domino effect among the characters as they inspire each other. And uh, (laughs) Deb goes to get a makeover with some models that she met and they're all excited. They say, oh, we're going to give you a makeover. You'll look so beautiful. And she kind of slows down and says, I don't want to look like a prostitute. (laughs) I thought that was a funny joke because oftentimes in mainstream movie and TV culture, the beautiful woman looks like a prostitute. It's very strange. I tend to like movies that portray women with confidence. In contrary to 
some popular belief that a woman who puts it all on display is confident. I kind of think the opposite. It's the modest, classy woman who is more confident and I believe receives a more desirable reaction from those within the environment. And many little things like that, I have uh, similarities with Deb Dorfman and how she was a people pleaser. I used to be a people pleaser too, to the detriment of my own happiness. And a funny thing happened once I started pleasing myself, a natural reaction rather than forced through nature, other people in my environment became pleased with my behavior. So that's another dynamic that's explored. So great movie, Dorfman in Love. Masashi, what did we watch it on? I think it was Netflix. Not quite sure Netflix or Amazon Prime. One of those wonderful streaming streamometers. <laughs> Is that what they're called, Mustachio? Streamometers? <laughs> okay, we got to carry right along. Next is the TV show feature. It is Genius on the National Geographic Channel. The show first aired in 2017. In particular, season one, episode two, Einstein's struggle to conform within academia is relatable. I've enjoyed this show very much. And for me, where I live, there's hot spots with the direct TV to where sometimes it just buffers and takes forever and it's a huge pain. So what I did is I went through the menu, selected the episodes, and then downloaded four of them at one time. So if anyone out there is going to binge watch them, this is something new I have recently done. In the past, I would just put up with the buffering or just wait. I took a reactive approach with genius. I channeled some of that Einstein genius and had the show loading while I watched Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman. That's another one we're probably going to have in the future. <laughs> so these last few days, I have been deeply engaged in the quantum world, in physics, in theories of what was, what is, and what will be. It's a fascinating and comfortable mental place for me. Watching the show Genius, I saw many of Einstein's struggles where he's sitting in a classroom, staring at a watch and looking at the sun come through the window, wondering what is time and space? How are they related? What, what is this thing? And in the background, the rest of the class is regurgitating things they were taught to memorize similar to a song, to just memorize it and repeat it. And that was a beautiful depiction of how I felt in many classes, where I didn't want to just memorize and regurgitate. I wanted to think and explore things of interest. And this character trait within Albert Einstein caused him many bumps in the road. And he talks with his father about how he wants to teach himself. And his father tells him, no, go back to school. Well, you have to get an education. That's what you're supposed to do. And I felt his pain. I went through the same thing in high school. At 16, after freshman and sophomore year, I wanted to drop out and work. 
I didn't want to be a part of the machine of the public education system that just cranks out drones. I wanted to be something true to myself rather than something of conformity. And my parents encouraged me to take a different path. So I ended up dropping out of high school and completed my junior and senior year through independent studies. I was able to, for the most part, just teach myself. And I consider this an advantage. Einstein went up against much more resistance than I have. <laughs> so I had a great time. I watched uh, episode one through four. I had a decompression day and I feel refreshed and optimistic after watching a TV show. That TV show is a piece of positive culture. And that's one of the goals here of 3H2Humans is to create positive cultural items and to share those positive cultural items with others. To instead of regurgitate mass media's ideas of what is news, for us as individuals to create our own ideas of news. For example, I consider Jeopardy my news and culture. I learn much more about human nature from Jeopardy than I do watching the evening news about a handful of terrible things that have happened across the world. Instead, through Jeopardy, I'm learning about positive things, for the most part, that have occurred across the world. And that's what we need to do as individuals, is to change culture in a more positive direction one day at a time. Just one day. Watch an episode of Jeopardy instead of the evening news. Watch Genius on National Geographic instead of a crime murder drama. Something positive. Eat a scoop of positive for evening entertainment. <laughs> All right, Mustachio says it's time for announcements. 3H2Humans has moved out of the Liberty Building. It's been a wonderful two years. Thank you to everyone at the Liberty Building. There's one friend in particular that has really helped me with the show, listens to the show, gives me pointers about how to improve it, and I'm going to miss that resource, as well as the random, deep, and interesting conversations I've had while at the office. To move out was a difficult thing for me to do. A large part of me wanted to stay there, but the practical side of me recognized that the result I had hoped for did not happen. And I had told myself, tomorrow. Tomorrow, someone's gonna come in asking about the cognitive discovery game. Tomorrow, a new person is gonna review the show. Tomorrow, someone's gonna be interested in conscious communication. And tomorrow never came. <laughs> yeah, Mustachio points out, it's like that sign in uh, bars that I frequently see, free beer tomorrow. The sign is funny because when the person arrives tomorrow, the next day, it's still referring to tomorrow. So it's like an infinity puzzle. It's, it never comes. <laughs> and my free beer never came. And I needed to deal with it and recognize my approach for the office right now 
didn't work out as planned and that I need to redefine my idea of success. At first, I had worded it as a failure, that I failed. I was unable to have the type of result that I had hoped for and create the type of income that I had hoped with the office, thus I failed. But in speaking with my mom, she pointed out that I'm redefining success. I'm able to let go of that path and move to a path that is a bit more within my means. The overhead of the office was too much for me right now, especially given that I was unable to record in the type of environment I had hoped for. So now my new path is to build a recording studio here at my house. (laughs) And instead of hope to tap into a local Spokane audience through people coming to my physical location, I'm gonna catch up with the times and build an audience on an international level. This is something I can do with the internet and with the time and space that I live in. The space time allows for infinite possibility, (laughs) as well as a global economy, a global pool to grasp from. The pool of Spokane was a bit smaller than I need for how obscure 3H2Humans is. So this is a calling to the international audience. We've looked at our numbers and we have quite a few listeners in Japan and Britain, Germany. So hello (laughs) to the international audience. Welcome to the 3H2 Humans realm. As I grieve the loss of an office downtown, I open my heart to infinite possibilities in the future. And with the money we are saving from rent and parking and other overhead associated with a physical location, we can now use those funds for a recording studio and hiring contract positions. It's too much. I can admit it, too much (laughs) for me to do the recording, the editing, the posting, The audio editing, the document editing, the organization on the website, promotions, all that is just too much. And I'm looking for people to help me. And in the past, as an employer, my vision's too big. So I ask people to do too much at one time. This go round, I would rather hire a few specialized people rather than one person to do everything. So that's the approach Mustachio and I are taking right now. So we are now hiring several contractor positions, radio show engineer, and especially someone to optimize and assist with web presence and day-to-day duties. I am internetly challenged and we would like to optimize the web presence and perhaps move the website off of WordPress. So there's some big changes right on the horizon and we're looking for people who want to participate in these changes. So send an email 
to info at 3h2humans.org for more information. Later this week, Mustachio and I will be heading to California on a road trip. The trip is in honor of Grandpa Stu. He had recently passed away and has been a mentor from afar for me. I haven't spent very much time with him in person over the years, but I was able to learn and grow from afar where he was still riding his motorcycle in his 80s and went on great adventures, used conscious communication, would ask me, what do you mean if he didn't understand something? There was an authentic nature to his character and a positive authentic nature to his character and an adventurous positive authentic nature to his character. And those are traits I want to awaken within myself. And I'm going to allow for this road trip to do that. I'm going to focus on what would Grandpa Stu want me to do. And I believe he would want me to adventure and to enjoy, to ask why. And that's what I'll be doing (laughs) for the next few weeks in California. Mustachio and I are planning to primarily be in the North Bay the Sacramento-Roseville area, and as far down south as the Santa Barbara-Los Angeles area, I may swing into the Ice House down in Southern California to see Joe Rogan if he's doing a live comedy routine. He's been a huge influence for me on this journey as a comedian and a mentor and a podcaster. So I have a few ideas that I'm going to plant seeds and see what grows. So anyone in the California audience who would like to be on the show or have me on their show to interact, to help me engage with that positive, adventurous, authentic way of life. That's my objective. And people help to supercharge that. And I feed off of positive energy. So any of my friends and family, new people, people from the past, people who don't like me so much, <laughs> give me another chance. I, I didn't mean anything. I'm, I'm just a misunderstood misfit. And... Each day I feel as though I'm getting closer to being understood and understanding myself. And if anyone out there wants to help me on this journey, contact me. Dive into my pink zone. And gratitude for those who support the show. Thank you. We've had a lot of great feedback. We have the questions, comments, and answers episode coming up soon. Please send in any questions. And Mustache and I were talking. That will likely wrap up season two. Is uh, one more episode of questions and comments and answers. (laughs) And then a break to hire contractors. And we want to change the opening music and equalize the sound. There's so many ways we want to improve the show. 
and likely those changes will take place during the season two to season three break. So now is the time. Anyone out there with skills that we will benefit from, let us know. All right, Whew. that was a bit of a long one. I know I've been saying I'm gonna keep them short, but there's so many big changes have gone on lately and I like to document changes and ingest, reflect, and modify in order to move forward in a positive way. So thank you to everyone who has helped me on this journey and has been patient with me. Anyone who is my friend is a patient person. (laughs) Okay, coming up, Mom Plays Cognitive Discovery Game on Mother's Day. Mustachio and I would like to wish everyone health, happiness, and a humble perspective. Diligence today equals a thriving community tomorrow. Enjoy. Today is May 14th, 2017, here in beautiful and sunny Henderson, Nevada, with my mom on Mother's Day. Good morning. Glad to be here. Finally, you talked me into being on your radio show. I'm sorry it took me so long to get here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mustachio and I are pleased to have you here today, and uh, life has handed us some bumps and time restraints and those things of the past that we were able to put aside today and offer conscious awareness towards our mother-daughter bond. And I'm happy to take this time with you. I'm happy that you think so much of me that you respect what I have to say and I'm here to help you whenever and however I can. So this is a good day for me too. Oh. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Thank you, hon. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we spend time together. A lot of mothers and daughters don't have that. And I'm so happy that um, we have such a good relationship. So I'm here to support you, even though I know you haven't felt like I've been there in the past. I've been kind of invisible, but I'm happy to speak up in my support for you today on Mother's Day. (laughs) Thank you. I I really feel like the trip as a whole, because we've spent a couple days here in Henderson, we've had great talks, we've worked on projects around the house, we've done a lot of enjoyable bonding activities. I'm glad that both of us were able to kind of put our other lives on hold and focus on our relationship. Yes, I'm, I have a hectic life and it's no excuse. You work very hard at trying to find time for us and not very many mothers can say that about their daughters. So I really appreciate you. In some ways, you're like my mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're the mom. Yeah. <laughs> of that, that brings us to our listener challenge for today. Would you like to present the listener challenge? <laughs> okay, the listener challenge. <laughs> Got to get my glasses on. Can't read the... Okay, here we go. 
be conscious of role reversal within parent-child dynamic. Okay, so now, do I respond to that or do you? <laughs> oh, what does that mean to oh, you? What, okay. What is our listener challenge okay. today about? Okay, okay. Well, I think we spoke about this a little bit, that it's difficult for any parent to go through the transition where you're the parent, you take care of the child, they listen to you, <laughs> and then as the child gets older and transcends and gets a mind of their own, they don't listen to you so much. <laughs> so it's been kind of difficult for me to stand back and play a secondary role to yourself. It's kind of two things. It's one, standing back, letting you walk your own path, make your own mistakes, and not try to give you guidance. But at the same time, very proud of you for taking the paths that you've taken and watching you make progress and doing it all on your own. So I've noticed and felt that in a lot of ways, You've become the mom. I'm not tech savvy at all. You help me with my iPhone. You help me with my computer. (laughs) So I'm uh, kind of a cave dweller, and you've helped me come out of the cave. That was kind of a dynamic transition point for me. And this path you're on now, it's kind of difficult to follow, to stop my routine, to stop everything I have going in daily life, and talk about cognitive consciousness when I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but I don't want you to know I don't know what that means. So I think today is good because I'm taking time to let you be the mom and give you your day almost. And it's kind of ironic. It's Mother's Day and you're being the mom. So that's kind of neat. But um just in our speaking, I'm, I'm learning more about what you're all about and, and the path that you're taking. And as a child, you were always very conscientious about people's feelings and more so than a child should be. And that has transcended into the path that you're choosing to take today. So I may not understand it. Sometimes I don't agree with it, but I do respect you and you have to walk the path. And so I'm learning to to step back and let the child become an adult. That was greatly articulated. <laughs> <laughs> Did that answer the question? I don't even remember what the question was. <laughs> Conscious of Yeah, I think it I think I did a good job. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay. Good job, mom. <laughs> That's one thing that I would say, you and I, we have a lot of great attributes, but then we also have our faults. And I would say one of our great attributes is that we're conscious of that role switching, where it's a back and forth, a give and a take. We assess each individual situation and it's like, okay, mom's the mom mm-hmm. in this situation. Right. And then sometimes I'm the mom in situations. How do you shift back and forth between those? Hopefully gracefully, but not <laughs> so gracefully sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we're on autopilot and it just happens naturally. Sometimes I feel like I need to be the mom and you need to listen to me. <laughs> so... Everything is just played out in its own time, and we have a pretty good sense of balance between us, and I think we respect each other, and I feel like 
I play an important role in your life, which I'm very grateful for. A lot of mother-daughters can't say that. And I think we're in sync with each other quite a bit of the time. When you were growing up, I might have bombarded you with philosophy and psychology. (laughs) I'm a psychology major, by the way, but I never use it. So I can see that in you. So I want to help you nourish that. And wherever that takes you, I think you'll be successful. Dad and I are both here for you on that path. So yeah, and you uh, made a great point. Uh, all this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> you created a monster. <laughs> I take full responsibility. <laughs> yeah, and I do remember growing up where one of the key phrases you would say is, it's all psychological. <laughs> so I was exposed to that mindset at a young age and what really ingrained it in me was that you practice what you preached. If we came across a tough situation, you would slow things down and say, it's all psychological. How can we figure this out? Let's move forward. And you've been very focused on moving forward. And I think that's tied back into the gracefulness of our role reversals. I think we've both kind of realized if we resist, if we deny the intuitive role of each other, then it just kind of tumbles downhill. That's right. And I think an important belief that I've always had is don't look back. Always look forward. Only look back to learn from your mistakes. That's the only time you look back. But always try to move forward. And I think that you're using a lot of those ideas It's been a bumpy path for you. I've watched your bumpy path, and my heart breaks sometimes. And you're very resilient, and I think you've applied that. You don't look back. You only look back to say, oh, I didn't do this right, or I need to change this. You were resistant to change a little bit in the beginning, so I've seen you make the changes. I've seen you be receptive to new ideas and try them. And some of them work, some of them don't. But it's always a forward direction, no matter what. Always go forward. My other rule of thumb is if something doesn't go the way you want to or the way you had planned, it's not meant to be. Stay open to other options because that's the only way you can make progress. And I've seen you apply that. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Okay. My brain is smoking, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I see. I see the little puffs. Oh, Mustachio, oh, turn Mustachio. the fan off. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mustachio. That's so much better. Oh, thank you for the water. Yeah. <laughs> And tying that back into today's listener challenge of identifying the role switches between parent and child, one of the key points you made was to not to look back. So as people are embracing this listener challenge, I think it would be a great idea to forget the past. Let this Mother's Day be a blank slate. So instead of thinking, oh, mom didn't get me a pony when I was five, think mom gave me life and that's what this day is all about and that's a a great perspective to have is as you said looking forward and I will take responsibility for that coming out of you (laughs) (laughs) that was beautiful (laughs) yeah it's our intuitive uh communication skills I think it, it helps 
I'm always odd at some of the things that you say. I, I'm very proud of you. Sometimes I have to think about what you're saying and what that means, but what you just said was, was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I love you very much. I love you too. <laughs> oh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> okay, we're getting a little mushy here. <laughs> okay, so that'll wrap it up for the listener challenge. And it's to be aware of the role between parent and child and perhaps even with employers. Sometimes the boss needs to step back and listen to the employees. And there's a many dynamics that this listener challenge can be looked at. So for this week, give conscious awareness to the shifting nature of roles. Okay, with that, we are gonna dive into the cognitive discovery game. Today is the first time that mom has really dove into this content. I'll admit, and I'm embarrassed to admit it, when she sent me this, I just said, oh wow. (laughs) I can't do this. I was just so overwhelmed to tell you the truth. It's still sitting in the box. She sent it to me at home. So today we're going through it. And I am impressed with what this is all about. But it's just hard to understand what it's all about and to feel like it's something I can relate to. So we started talking about why I felt like that. So I started reading the instructions. Yeah. So I took I I took the instructions. Mom, if you oh. can oh, set there. it up oh, so okay. that they kind of have an idea. Okay. Conscious okay. communication is part of the thing. I'll read the steps in the game. Step one is prepare. Step two is assess amount of time for each game. Step three, write down questions or subjects. Step four, match a random card to each subject or question note card. Step five, engage in cognitive discovery through introspective randomization. Step six, repeat, build critical thought into daily life. Step seven, enjoy. So I went to the top of the sheet and it says, what is the cognitive discovery game? This game is an introspective game used to expand vocabulary and critical thinking through randomization of cards paired with a statement or question. And I said, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we could change some of these words and make it a lot simpler. Maybe we need to simplify so that your regular person, which I fall in that category, would uh, be interested in even moving forward with this. And I think this is where I'm trying to help Lynn is to simplify and give her feedback from another point of view, because she just has her point of view, which is a very deep philosophical, structured, psychological path that she's on. So I made suggestions, which not sure how she felt about them. (laughs) I said, this is a fun game used to expand vocabulary and critical thinking through cards paired with a statement or question. To me, that that makes it kind of interesting and it's fun and maybe I'll keep looking at this. As we dove into it this morning when we went through it, as I understood the game more, I'm really impressed. It's really a neat game, but I could never get there because the door was too big to open. And 
how I can help you maybe is to make the door smaller and easier to open so that more people will be able to relate because it's really a fun game. It's just hard to get people to pay attention and to realize how fun it is. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Yes, and I I like how we talked about that and how you're willing to help me because in the past I wasn't as malleable and pliable as I am now. I was, no, I'm going to use the way I want to talk. I'm not going to say words like fun and interesting. They're fluff words. I don't use them. I'm loosening up. I was very wound up tight and very, this is how it has to be, but I've changed and I feel like Perhaps one of the reasons why it's today that we're going over this is because I'm receptive. And that may have been something that you were picking up on in the past was that I wasn't as receptive to your advice that it created resistance. Yes, that's kind of goes back to my feeling that as a parent, Lynn needed to walk this path and she wouldn't listen to me. So she's walked this path and at a point in this path there's a little bit of a Mm u-turn so she's kind of reassessing her approach and how she's packaging her ideas so that people can relate to them more and that's how I can help her on this path without really interjecting a lot of mandate for changes so she's evolving and learning how to adjust and she's getting progress. There's more people are listening to yes, her. Yes. <laughs> so a lot of suggestions. She's she's listening to them. She's made it shorter and she's made some things simple. She is a great people person. She has a lot to offer and it's kind of frustrating for me. I'm trying to help her build a bridge between her and everyone out there. And it's not an easy bridge, but I'm so proud of her. And she is just a wonderful person. And it, there's a window that we just have to find a way to open it so that it it's uh, acceptable to her, too. We're getting there. Yes, step by step. <laughs> yes. And today is a great first step. Yes, yes. And a Mother's Day and a a Daughter's Day. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because essentially we are one. Yes, yes. I'm a part of you. I'm like a little carbon copy of you. Oh, and she was born on my birthday, by the way. And she's my best birthday present. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and start the game. Okay. So step one is prepare. Do you feel prepared? If you mean by having the cards in front of me, yes, I'm yeah. prepared. I have the the yellow. There's four cards, actually. There's a yellow one, and the backside is purple, and the other one is kind of a greenish teal, and the backside is blue. I could see she's put a lot of work into this, and I do feel bad that I didn't give it more attention. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, okay, so uh, I'm prepared. There's card. There's a deck of cards. That's all you have to do. Have a deck of cards, like playing cards, all the breakdowns on them. So, okay. Good. And I'm glad that you brought up a point of what is out on the table. The game has gone through many transitional stages, and the specific version that we're playing today is the four suit cards and a 52-card deck. One of the points that you've made along the way is it's probably a good idea to stray from the tarot. In the past, the radio shows we've done with Brian and Tim were both with a tarot deck. 
So today's a little different where we're using a standard 52 card deck. And these are all things that you've come up yourself? Yes. All these? All of this? Yes. You did yourself? Oh my gosh. This is what I did after I graduated college. This is like my doctorate thesis. No kidding. Oh, wow. Okay. It's very impressive. But yeah. if, you, if anybody out there buys this or gets this, you'll know what I mean. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. Okay, so step one, prepare. Got that. Step two, assess amount of time for each game. We have three questions. We probably want about a half an hour. Do you yeah, think? everyone has things to do today, so we will just spend about a half an hour. Okay, so okay. that's good. We've assessed okay. the time for okay. the game. Step three, write down questions or subjects. So we have our questions written down, and the first one is, why did I choose a path of conscious communication? The second one is, what are three things my mom can do to help me? And the third is, how can I present the cognitive discovery game as more interesting? Step four is match a random card to each subject or question note card. As you pointed out, that is a bit difficult to ingest. (laughs) So we can work on the wording with that. Okay, okay. But this step is talking about shuffling the cards. So go ahead and shuffle the... This this card or this card? uh, The 52 card deck. So that's the next step. Shuffle the 52 card deck. Oh, yeah, I can shuffle. <laughs> How long has it been? <laughs> I don't even know which way to hold them. Okay, hold on here. Oh, they're stiff. Okay, there we go. Okay. Okay. Good job. Shuffled. All right, now I turn them upside down. One of the key steps to this step is that it's based on intuition. So if you want to bridge them one time or ten times, that's okay. Or just shuffle them or okay now back up bridge them what does that mean bridge them that's what you just did oh shuffle yes oh okay it's, i okay. believe it's called sorry a bridge shuffle. sorry i've been in the cave for a while okay <laughs> <laughs> okay let's move on <laughs> so that's really what this state is okay so we shuffled them once okay okay are you in a hurry <laughs> are there is there no. somewhere you need to be no no it's okay the next step is going to be placing the cards. So do you feel comfortable with how the deck is? Yes. Okay, so you're good. Yes. Okay. Now is matching a random card to each subject or question note card. So however you want, keep the cards face down, but put one playing card on each of our question okay. cards. So I just pick them anywhere in the deck? Yes, but don't flip them over yet. Yeah, okay, so, so you, like that. Yeah, you can grab and them. And then I'll do... just pick one from the middle. Okay. And put it on the second question. And then I'll take one from the bottom. Ooh, getting fancy. And put it on that third question. Okay. Okay. So that's that step. Okay, good. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's why I really wanted to clarify what to do with the cards. Because so many people have questions. Do I shuffle it three times? Do I do it how? And it really doesn't matter. Right. As long as the cards remain face down and how you grab from the middle, the bottom, the top, that's, you played it the way it was intended to just have fun with it. All right. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. 
Step five, engage in cognitive discovery through introspective randomization. Okay, that is bad. <laughs> that is bad, but we'll talk about that later. I have no idea what that step is, and I don't think any very many people would understand that. What does that mean? We're going to talk? Does that just mean we're going to talk? Well, what it could mean is just play the game. That's what we're... Okay. <laughs> Man, oh wow, play the game. Okay, maybe we should put that in there. <laughs> play the game. Play think... the game. I like that. Okay. See, this is good. I think everyone gets play the game. That makes it sound fun. Yes, that's So, that's the idea. It is fun. So, the instructions and everything should appeal to people as fun so they'll even try it. Yes, but I guess my brain doesn't work that way. I needed to sit down with you to channel your thoughts, to connect to your perspective, to understand that that's even what I'm saying. Okay. So I, it's, I, it's I, difficult. Are, are you a genius or something? <laughs> I don't understand. Who is this person? <laughs> okay, got it. But okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Sitting in my cave by myself, yes. I'm thinking, okay, it's it's introspective and it randomized. Like to yeah. me, that's a really cool name but well gee this is easy i can help you there (laughs) okay what's next the first question is directed at me because today mom is the reader so she will take the role of the reader and answer each question directed towards me why did i choose a path of conscious communication so go ahead and flip over the card And I'm supposed to respond to that. Yes. Okay. And this card is going to help me answer that question. Yes. Okay. Got it. Okay. Seven of club. No, spades. 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 Very good. (laughs) See, even dummies can play this game. (laughs) So then I go over here to the cards that you made. And the purple one is the spades. And it's a seven. So I go down to the seventh row, number seven, right? Yes. Okay. And what do I do with it? Read the keyword. Dishonesty. Okay. So dishonesty is the keyword. This, this is this is a tough one. Cunning. Or what do we do now? Okay, dishonesty. So. Okay. So the keyword is the same. So with the fifty-two card deck version there's here we go okay under step five there's instructions on how to use a 52 card deck instead of a tarot deck a traditional tarot deck has a reversed and normal position so there's two meanings per card and that's what the system's based off of so i needed to build in some sort of extra feature into a 52 card deck so to compensate that For standard playing cards, pair the first thought seed with even numbers and the reversed thought seed with odd numbers. So what that means, we have a number seven. So is seven odd or even? Odd. Okay. So because it's odd, we're going to do the reversed one. On the purple card, do you see a little R in the middle? Yes. So that is the reversed meaning. Okay. Caution. Caution with trust. Okay. Now, that was a little complicated, so we need to work on that one. Yes, and that's, so I understand that. This is kind of a, it's complicated (laughs) at first, but once it's understood, it's... But you have to have something that's going to be easy so people just don't throw their arms up and say, oh man, this is 
too hard. So anyway, we'll we'll talk about that. Okay. We'll work on it. So it's caution with caution with trust. Okay, so here is the information. Go ahead and read what we have on the question card. So why did you choose a path of conscious communication? And it says dishonesty, but we're doing the flip. Do I deal with the dishonesty or do I do the the next one, caution with trust? Both. Okay. So for every card, no matter what, if it's odd or even, this is the key word. So you deal with both of them. So the... The key word is dishonesty. The key word is the same for each number. Seven is dishonesty. Yes. So, um, okay. I think that you chose that path because people are dishonest with themselves and they've lost touch with themselves. And they get up every morning and they go through this routine and they're not honestly living a full life that makes them happy. And you want people to take time out and say, do you realize what you're doing every day? If so, and you want to do it, that's fine. But for those who have an awakening by me saying time out, I want to help you. And that's why I chose this path. Wow. That was... (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Okay, that wasn't too bad. (laughs) That was great. And I think you really nailed it in terms of I seek to be authentic and I seek to have authentic connections with other people. And the opposite of authenticism is dishonesty and that falsehood. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is pretty good. You know, it makes you think. And that's why this game is... It would be helpful for couples, for like we're doing, mother-daughters, for friends. It makes you take time out and actually think about what you're doing and what life is all about. Because I would never just walk around and come up with that. It just made me think. I took time to think about it. So Okay, so the next is caution with trust. This is a tough one. Does this have, this falls in with your, why do I choose a path of conscious communication? Does this mean you're proceeding with caution, but you're trusting where you're going with this, but you're proceeding cautiously? Wow. That's way better than what my brain did. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that you've pointed out with me is that I am aware and conscious, but there's something deep inside of me that I trust. So even though the path may be scary or perhaps the the wrong path. Or complicated. Com- yes. Uh, perhaps it's the complicated path. I still push forward because I have that ultimate trust. In your instincts and your intuition. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Okay. okay. So that's question number one. Well, we one. figured out why you're doing this. Yes. I've been wondering. <laughs> I've been wondering too. (laughs) And that's one of the neat things about the game is that it pairs a new thought. As you're saying, you don't just walk around and think of these things, but now that you... It's making me, or helping me, I'm trying to use pish-posh words. You recognize that's a pish-posh word? Yes. I don't know where that came from. I (laughs) thought I'd throw it in there. Okay, that's good. Good, good, yes. Because sometimes I don't know, but when you say little things like that oh make is a pish posh word it like my does your soul heart lights you, up you yes. feel like i'm listening yes <laughs> i feel like you love me mom i do i do love you it's 
<laughs> Very much. So, do we do the next one now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes, okay. Yes. What are three things I can do to help you? And I'm pulling over. Oh, three of hearts. Oh, oh that's very endearing hearts okay how appropriate for mother's day it is very appropriate okay so three or like this celebrations so is that the key word for yes. three three celebrations okay so and we... it's an odd number so then we go over here to the flip one yes okay the r next is feelings taken taken for granted okay so we have the key word and the secondary description for the Three of hearts. Okay, so what are three things I can do to help you? And the keyword is celebrations. And one of the ones that we experienced when you came here was to celebrate your milestones. Yes, that was okay. And I had balloons and flowers. This is her two year anniversary for her podcast. I wanted to acknowledge it. So we celebrated it, and I made some photos and an album and made her feel like she's being tracked, that her little bumps and not only her bumps, but her good times are noted and worth celebrating. It's good to celebrate and acknowledge the good times and not just sit there and criticize some of the things that don't really go well. So anyway, that's celebrations. So is that okay? Yes. <laughs> okay. That was great. I really did feel a sense of joy and fulfillment and appreciation, gratitude, just a bunch and of... acknowledgement. Acknowledgement, yes. A bunch of positive emotions by your not quite simple gesture, but in contrast to... Nothing. How, ooh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's good to acknowledge, and I think that's positive feedback to you. This has been a tough... You're like a lonely person out there in the desert and walking this path, and no one understands you, and so I'm hoping that I can be hiding behind a cactus and jump out with some cold water every <laughs> yes. once in a while. <laughs> you know, I don't know how much more I can do, but I'm, I think you're evolving, and I think this is all good, and I'm stepping up to the plate and trying to understand more and to be more of a mentor that you need. So as your mom and friend, I'm not only your mom, but I'm also your friend. And that's a dual role that is very gratifying to me because I feel like you appreciate me as a mom, as a role model, and as a mentor, as a friend. So Today's a great day. <laughs> okay. It is. And I, I really liked the metaphor that you used where I'm walking out alone in the desert with no water, no food, just struggling. And every now and then you just you pop out and refresh me. And I think you have an intuitive sense for when I'm exhausted and when I've just been beat up so yeah. bad that I need some sort of water, some sort of relief and and a little springboard yes and and you do that and i i really appreciate that i'm here for you and i try to do more and i'm going to do more in the future and make time for us and this path you're on so that brings me to feelings take it for granted the whole family loves you and we un- we're trying to understand. You talked to Papa yesterday, and he's just, he's 87, and he just doesn't get it, you know, and he <laughs> speaks his mind, and 
did not understand anything she's doing. So one of the reasons why that was tough for me is because I feel like a lot of the reason why I am the way I am is because of Papa's influence. He is very philosophical in his own way, but he's pretty much a meat and potatoes. Pardon the pun for vegetarians. I know you're a vegetarian, so, but I'm sorry, that's my analogy. But he was very honest and just shook his head and said, I don't get it. Why are you doing this? So I think that you just assume, Lynn, that because we don't understand you, you take it for granted that we don't support you. So understanding and loving, we may not understand you or family people may not understand you, but we do love you and support you. That's always there. So I think you were confusing him not understanding you and not agreeing with you with him not supporting you. But we're all here supporting you, even though it's kind of a difficult thing to support. You know, it's yes. it's pretty deep, deep stuff. Like Papa said, it's pretty deep stuff, you know. <laughs> I'm glad that we had that talk because now I recognize it is a bit obscure. And that was another one of your metaphors mm-hmm. is to me, it's like a paved path with butterflies yeah. and, and puppies and rainbows. And I skip <laughs> along and I'm just so happy there. And to other people, it's... It's loaded with landmines. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I, I forget that. I take that for granted. I take for granted my unique perspective and how challenging it is for people to come to my world because in my mind oh it's just a game just sit down and play a game with me (laughs) yeah there's nothing simple about how you uh, view your path so we're here to help you simplify it so that everyone else can benefit from you you have a huge gift to give and it's all in how you package it so we need a little bit simple packaging that will appeal to more people so that they can benefit more from what you have to offer so okay <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. all right that was a heart that's the hearts that's pretty good okay that, that was great and that is a good transition into our third question go ahead and read that one. Oh yeah how can you present the cognitive discovery game as more interesting <laughs> first of all i'd get rid of the word cognitive <laughs> I like the word fun, but... Fun game. Come play the fun game. Okay, mind-blowing. I mean, you need to use words that people... That arouse people. Cognitive does not arouse anybody. Mind-blowing? It does kind of blow your mind. But it doesn't blow my mind. Well, who cares? You know, we're talking about everybody else. Okay? Are you going to try to appeal to people? You've got to get through that funnel. Your filter needs... Okay, I'm not going to say that. Okay, can't say you. Um, The filter that is being used (laughs) should be simplified so that we can all understand better. Okay? So it wasn't too bad, but I had to think about what I was saying. So pish posh again. And just... When you're doing something, keep it simple. Just think simple. That's the majority of people who need your help. People whose lives are simple. They have bumps and bruises and struggles. And they just want to be happy. 
And they don't want to think about what is cognitive, <laughs> all this stuff. You know, it's like that's like gives me a headache sometimes just trying to figure out a paragraph that I could simplify in a in a form with point one, point two, point three in five words. <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at that. <laughs> okay. Yes. So simplify would make it more interesting using words that grab people's interest yeah i'm the person that you would like to buy this game well aren't gonna even give it a second look i mean i'm embarrassed to say i looked at all this these cards all this stuff cognitive and descriptive and i almost got a headache and you know i mean i'm sorry but you want my help i'm being brutally honest yes and you have a great gift this is kind of fun you know it is great but the way you present it, everyone turns their back on it. Well, and that's what we're exploring for this last question and how we were talking about earlier. Together, we're going to look forward. Yes. We're letting go of the past. And, and I think you've noticed my evolution. Yes. I mean, think of how I used to write like three yes. years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> it was like... Very deep and, uh, oh, mom, could you read this for me and correct my grammar and tell me if there's something in there that doesn't make sense? And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so you have come a long way from that. Yes, yes. So I would suggest paragraphs more. Use paragraphs, just simple, so you're not using a whole bunch of words. Just... I forget what the attention span of a person is. It's about like a hummingbird, I think. <laughs> so you only have a few seconds to grab someone's attention. Okay, we're going to work on that. So let's tie that into this card because we got to... Well, I thought I did. We didn't well, even flip the card Oh, over. gosh, we have the whole card. Oh, my <laughs> word. Oh, jeez. I thought I was done. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I didn't mean that this isn't fun, but my brain is kind of smoking here. Okay. Okay, so diamonds. Where are we? Oh, Jack of Diamonds. Ooh. That's a really good blackjack card to get, I hear. Yeah, <laughs> us being on the desert yeah. of uh, Henderson. Right. Okay, so it's a Jack. Are you calling him a page? Or is he a knight? Yeah, he must be a knight. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the Joker's a page. No, right? I no? pulled the jokers out. I I haven't played this version of the game. Okay, in so well this long. is good. This it's, is the whole yes. purpose. Okay, that's this, fine. So I think a knight is a jack. I mean, I call him a jack, but maybe he's called something else now. Everything is changing. Let's just assume it's the knight because it's bef before the queen, and the jack is before the queen. In the suit, we have a jack, a king, and a queen. Okay, so we have... You have a 10, and then you go to a page, which I think is the Joker. That's the only one left over. Ooh, you know, I didn't even think of that, but that would be a good idea. Yeah, I think a Joker would be a great card. Don't good. take it out. I did take it out. Oh, oh. put it back in. Okay, I, I'm writing that right now. <laughs> so the page will be... The will, Joker. Okay, page is Joker... And I would make the knight a jack, because it's jack, queen, king is the way it is. So okay. I'd make this jack. Good thinking. Knight is the jack. Okay. Now see how you were, you didn't understand the basic things, but you're up here in this higher level, and 
it's weird. We just reversed. I taught you something. Yes, you <laughs> taught me something about my own game. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. I, I think that's what happens with true mentorship. And as we're saying, just now... We did the role reversal. Yeah. You were the one leading the charge. And we move and flex and bend with that. And you're very receptive. Because it's a great idea. Okay. Well, <laughs> gee, I feel honored. <laughs> I have a great idea. <laughs> okay. So then we'll assume the night then. Okay. Okay. So we'll say the main word is practical. Practical. So here's another glitch. Is a jack an odd or even? I think for the suits, I said to do both. I think I did cover that. There is a R after it, so we flip it, right? Oh. They all have R's. Okay, here we go. For standard playing cards, pair the first thought seed with even numbers and the reverse thought seed with odd numbers. If a face card, apply both. Oh, okay. So we have, so we have practical. Okay. And then negative fog corrupts the mind. Um, right. So it would be all, it, it's it's going to be the whole row. Oh, the whole row. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, negative fog corrupts the mind. Okay, that's where I'm in right now. I'm in a fog and I'm getting corrupted because I'm trying to get this stuff together here. Okay. Okay, so let's oh. start from the beginning. <clears throat> okay, practical. The keyword is practical. Uh-huh. And then what's the first thought Cal- Careful calculations. Okay, careful calculations. Slash responsible. Okay. Whatever that is. And then the reverse is negative fog corrupts the mind. Okay. And then that's all for that row? Whoa, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the most difficult one on the page. <laughs> So the question is, how can I present the cognitive discovery game as more interesting? Practical is a perfect word. Yes. Be more practical or simple. Yeah, I like practical for a good word for simple. And what was witnessed right now, it seems the negative fog corrupted your mind. It was overwhelming. It was cumbersome. It wasn't as fun. Very good, Leonardo. (laughs) You're catching on. Yes. easier and simplified to yeah a point. then it's fun when it's easy so maybe easy should be in there somewhere too practical easy simple because then it's fun if you're just kicking back and having fun okay so where do we go from here so now? you've gone over the keyword practical mm-hmm. and i agree with you that being a bit more practical will help optimize the game mm-hmm. the next thought seed is careful calculations. So how do careful calculations relate to our question? Well, I think it's the reverse of calculations. I think you want to, by simplifying it, you don't want it to be calculated so much. It, and it is like you're just speaking from your mind. You're just, you're just speaking what rolls off your head. If you make it too much like a calculation, then it doesn't keep it simple. So when you're doing all this, which is, I think you've done a pretty good job, but at some point it might go into a calculation zone. A calculation zone? Yeah, I don't know. I'm calculating now and I'm not getting anywhere. You're starting to <laughs> You have to like be me. careful. You have to be careful with it, okay? You need to be careful. Yeah. 
<laughs> Careful when you make your instructions that they don't sound like a complicated calculation. Oh, there you go. That's... Okay, that's what I was striving for. So Good. when I read these, I feel like I'm doing a geometry homework <laughs> assignment. <laughs> yeah, that's... Okay? It's... I okay, we I all understand. know how we feel about geometry, and most of us. <laughs> so the next word is responsible. I think part of your responsibility is to make it simple and to make it so that the normal, regular viewer or person who buys this can relate to it. So you have a responsibility to be aware of the person who's using this. Wow, okay. Okay. And like we said, if you don't do all of the above, (laughs) a negative fog will erupt and corrupt the mind. That's exactly what the end result will be. Okay, I like it. Yeah. You are a great reader. It's very natural for you. Yeah. And I'm just drinking water. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how do you feel about this? I feel a lot better. I have more confidence in the game as it is now that it's kind of like a a foundation for a house. A lot of work has gone into it, but there's still so much more that needs to be done. Now I feel like we have all the wood and the next step is going to be piecing it back together. I really look forward to your help piecing it back together. I mean, imagine lifting a heavy object. Well, it's always easier when you have help and two people are working together on something. Someone to throw ideas to and you're helping me evolve higher and I'm helping you simplify it a little bit more. So it's a good relationship and I'm sure you'll have a successful end product. Thank you. You know, I think we made our points. Okay, well, we got to do a closer. And then that's where you say diligence today equals a thriving community tomorrow. Diligence today equals a... I got to write that down then. (laughs) You don't know the (laughs) Well, I do, but it's like my brain is like I'm thinking uh, (laughs) cognitive discovery, dysfunctional (laughs) fog. uh. (laughs) Yeah. What's your perspective on using words like that like mental fog do you think it's smart to address that or do you think having negative stuff is i i imagine that when you started this line you had a stream of thoughts did you or did mm-hmm. you just have random things that you put in here so like unless you use careful calculations and you're responsible negative fog will happen so you know, I think that's okay. Okay. For that one, I think is and negative fog. That's pretty simple. I guess the the point that I was hoping to get across is that in the very first version, I only had positive stuff. There wasn't any oh, oh. negative. Well, sometimes negative things help you get in touch with yourself. That was so. The I don't think that's so bad. Okay. So I think it's okay. Because it's an end result sometimes. It can be negative. If you are on a path that's not best for you, the results will be negative. So you're going to run into that a lot. So okay. I think it's okay. Yeah, because I do think it's more authentic that yes. way to yeah. have both sides. Yeah. Life isn't like that. So there's good and bad, ups and downs. So no, I think it's a good balance. Okay, well with that, mustachio. <laughs> Well, I want to see if you could just free flow it. I think you know what it is. No, I can't. My brain is frozen right now. I'm sorry. I can't even. I don't even know my name. 
So hold on one second. Okay, that about wraps it up for today. Mustachio Mom and I would like to wish everyone diligence today equals a thriving community tomorrow. Oh, um. <laughs> The health, happiness, and oh yeah, okay. <laughs> See, you can't even. Remember. Well, it's right. health, happiness, and a healthy perspective okay. equals. No, you better write it down. Wait, <laughs> you just just calm. Okay, deep breaths. Okay, okay. Mustachio, mom, and I would like to wish everyone health, happiness, and a humble perspective. And remember, diligence today equals a thriving community. For your tomorrow. <laughs> you put in the word you. That's like... For your tomorrow. No. Okay. That All goes right. against everything okay. I believe Pish in. Posh. Yes. Pish posh. Okay, do it again. <laughs> I'm ad-libbing, but I shouldn't. Okay. So you already got your part in. So, uh-huh. Okay. Diligence today equals a thriving community tomorrow. Enjoy. Enjoy.